every morning. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. It's 7.31, so let's get into, uh, you know, the, the mining in Dubbo, which is continuing, of course, right now. And the one element, of course, of South Africa's economy that we would like to see continually boosted. And political stability has certainly you know, unsettled things, perhaps, on that front. Policy uncertainty has clearly been uh, quite a big issue. Uh, whether the mining charter is a little too late with regards to the attractiveness of investment is going to be, perhaps, a, f- uh, a question to answer. And investment attractiveness is often Obviously, key then to creating uh, what some would call uh, shared value for mining in South Africa. Now, that is also the message from President Cyril Ramaphosa, and he's uh, uh, seeking to tackle that at the mining in Daba thus far this week. So, mining, of course, a dominant industry, or once was at least a dominant industry in South Africa. Uh, high costs now is the, some of the things that it's had to contend with: uh, labor unrest, regulatory uncertainty. Uh, you know, job losses, of course, as well. Uh, how is the Department of Mineral Resources going to encourage exploration and the junior mining sector as well and an industry that is so stifled and so uh, hindered and injured as well? Let's chat to Andrew Lane, who is Energy and Resources Leader at Deloitte Africa. Andrew, uh, if you've heard that, uh, that intro, it all just sounds so dire. But can the situation look at least a little bit better? Yeah, good morning, Arabila. Yeah. No, look, I think the mood at Indaba this year is certainly a lot more positive than it was last year. Um, you know, I think the as the minister's speech yesterday was was quite refreshing. You know, he reflected on the fact that, um, you know, even though the economy does seem to have averted a technical recession or recovered from a technical recession, you know, the mining industry didn't make any real contribution to that. Um, you know, and it's, it's an industry that's, whose contribution to GDP um, has declined over the years, and then that's that's a Shed a fair number of jobs, but I think there is hope. You know, he was certainly um, he was certainly saying that South Africa is open business. Um, I think that you know, finalising the mining charter is one thing. I think investors are still a little bit cautious, um, you know, and wanting to see exactly how how government policy pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, certainly, certainly more positive than it was this time last year. Yeah. The question is, should we be looking at mining in a different sense? And what I mean by that is, yes, we, we continue to mention it and hold on to it nearly and dearly as the bedrock of South Africa's economy. But should we perhaps be looking at it now in, in a future sense and asking ourselves just how can we adapt to changing circumstances and not look to make it the, the, you know, the big powerhouse it used to be, but really more just a positive contributor at a constant level for longer? Well, you know, the mining industry is, is um, facing, I think, quite a high level of uncertainty if you're looking to the future. Um, you know, I you know, historically we all believed in the cycle. You know, what goes up must go, must come down, and mm. you just keep digging stuff out, and, and everything works out. I don't think it's it's a given that the commodities we mine today are all going to be relevant in the future. You know, there's a there's a debate around coal. Mm. Um, there's lots of hype around battery battery minerals and cobalt and, and lithium and copper. So I think that that you know making big decisions. Um, in a long-term industry, it's getting increasingly difficult. And, and, I, and I do think that, that the industry is seeking ways of, of being more agile, not having to make these massive investments that take 30 years to pay off. Um, so, yeah, and, and I think that that whole transition is also being fueled by technology to a certain extent. 
So, I, yeah, it is, I think it's, there is a, a certain level of uncertainty that makes decision-making quite difficult. Yeah, I, I suppose so. So the relevance then of the mining in Daba, is it still as relevant as it used to be? Um, and if so, is the focus then really just no longer on the current format of mining, but really on the future? Look, I think it's a bit of both. Eh? Um, I mean, the, 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 I mean, mining in Daba is titled Investing in Mining in Daba, in, in, in African Mining. So it really is about attracting investors and connecting investors to to uh, to, to projects. You know, and you know, it's it's you know, I mean, you mentioned the word shared value in your in your run-up, which is something we certainly believe in, um, and I think the industry believes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it all starts with making a profit. Yeah, uh, and the minister and the minister acknowledged that. So you know, you do need the capital to come in. You do need access to the resource, um, and it's the governments and both people that give you grant you access to the resource. Mm. So, yeah, we've got to kind of work together as a, as a bunch of disparate stakeholders with different needs, and I think. Yeah. Change in legislation, has that perhaps helped, or has it come a little too late, particularly with regards to uh, Charter 3.0? I think it's helped, but, you know, one of the problems with, uh, with this industry is you know, the mining cycle and the electoral cycle do not always align with each other. So I think, um, you know, I think people are, are relieved that this thing has been finalized, but I, I think there's still a bit of caution out there in terms of, you know, how long is this going to stay uh, Oh, I think we may... Sorry, and uh, yeah, the line, I think, just went a little bit bad on, on the, on the okay. latter part of your answer there. Um, I was just saying that, that um, you know, the, the, unfortunately, the mining cycle and the electoral cycle don't always synchronize with each other. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think I think there is a certain amount of, of relief that this, this data has been finalized, but I think there's also a little bit of caution out there as to how long are things going to remain unchanged. Mm. So, the one issue that we've constantly faced, of course, is the the uh, you know the job losses as well, capital efficiency, making sure you spend the right amount of capital in the right areas, because obviously it's not like before where you can sort of just spend in the mining sector itself will just keep reaping you some rewards in that front. How important is it to change strategies, but align strategies with the right stakeholders as well? Because all the interests, of course, of historical figures will still. Uh, be uh, a key motivator will still be of keen focus you know a lot of people will still look to it and say but we want our interests served here so trying to find the right pathway and still navigating yeah. through all the stakeholders how how significant and how important is that right now and can it actually even be done right so it's i mean look it's it's, it's a comp- that's quite a complex issue and i mean i think i think it is a fact that minds are modernizing and digitizing you know, and I think everybody's accepted that, even the minister accepts that. Um, so the nature of the workforce is going to change going forward, um, which which creates two, a couple of problems. The first is, you know, it's a different profile of skills that you need. So firstly, where are you going to find those skills? Uh, secondly, of the people I've got, how many of them are, are retrainable into the new skill set? But then thirdly, and more importantly, that, you know, if you think about the social dividend and the expectations that society have of the industry, um, you know, if the, the nature of your workforce changes, the social expectation hasn't changed. You know, so I think there is a real challenge to think about how how we meet our social obligations in a world where the, the nature of the wage bill is, is changing. And and I think I, I have a personal point of view that, that certainly things like your procurement spend become a whole lot more important, and the charter starts to drive you that way. Um, but I think it's really really important to think that you, to to think about that. You know, the investor has an interest. 
government has an interest and the people who live outside the gates have an interest. Um, and that equation has to balance in some form or fashion to make the whole thing successful. Yeah, makes a, makes a whole lot of sense. And I suppose then the conversations, as you said, need to be altered and make sure that we sort of align uh, the things we really want to get out of this industry now because it is becoming a little more difficult uh, and different as well as time progresses. Andrew, appreciate your time this morning. I uh, hope you have a wonderful one. Andrew Lane is Energy and Resources Leader at Deloitte Africa. We will continue to chat about the mining sector and, of course, with the mining daba continuously happening uh, this week uh, until, I think, the 7th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in Cape Town. We'll chat about that as well right after this traffic break.